It was a refi market, man. Yeah. Rates were at 17%. They dropped down to nine. Don't say that. And to seven. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? You you called through the phone book. Hey. I remember. The, That's right. Yep. Hey, Betty. Uh, this is Anthony from <laughs> Mortgage. Um, calling to see if you're interested in saving some money today. Oh, you don't have a job? That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can still help. Anthony, kind of digging a little bit deeper, at what point should someone decide if they should get into coaching, meaning to get a coach? To get a coach? Like, do you have to be at a certain level? Like, talk to me about... So when people... It's funny to see the new people in the industry. They're always like, uh, what CRM should I have? Or <laughs> what uh, lead should I be behind? F that. Your first hire is a coach. So, That's you, you, you so you're saying from a rookie standpoint, the very first investment you should make in your business yep. is getting a coach. Yep. And that's one of the reasons why we've developed different programs within the Hero Nation, too, is um, it, it it's going to cost you a couple bucks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we've put together group coaching. It's called Fuel. And you're meeting with a coach once a week for 30. Mine run a little long. Forgive me, Wayne. Um <laughs> And a group of people that are in there, it's a smaller group. On Wednesdays, it's a big group. We have, we've had up to 70 people on wow. um, Zoom chat, and Wayne leads this call. And then we separate and break up for um, later on in the week or whatever with a smaller, smaller group, group of people, right? Okay. So, Those, so there's the cost, there's a cost the savings, I think, is what you're getting so at. So that's right? the intro, right? Yeah, so, okay. I mean, it's, it's, you know. 97 bucks a month, I think. It used to be he dropped it because he's very passionate people. And you get to be surrounded with all these great people. Mm -hmm. And and there's people like you too, though, rookies and whatnot. But you're getting coaching, Mm -hmm. right? You're able to ask questions. And the cool thing about the community is, even in the private Facebook group, you can ask a question, someone will answer it. Mm Mm-hmm. Or if you say, "Hey, can I bend your ear for a little bit?" Everybody's giving. They want it. It's kind of like mm-hmm. our company, right? Where yeah. no one's afraid to help each other out, and that's what this is. Um, I think when people jump in and don't have the coach, um, they make a lot of wrong decisions. Hence, the twenty-something years of our business. Dude, you're taking me back to a time that is a little painful for me, actually, right? Because you're making me think of going back to when I was a rookie. I got into this business in April 2007. Great time. I'm the smartest guy in the room, clearly, right? So, dude, knowing now what I didn't know then is painful, right? In a, in a lot of ways. We could, we could spend a half an hour talking about that. But here's the thing I realized. I went to go work for a great company, by the way. But we talked about that coach-mentor relationship. I had neither. Mm. Okay? So... There I was, new to this business, market crashing around me. I'm trying to figure it out on my own. And I would consider myself a pretty talented person even 15 years ago, right? But I didn't know what to do. So like I started buying into this or buying into that. And I spent tons of money on things that bore no fruit. And what I really needed was somebody to kind of show me the way and make, to your point, I would have gotten there way faster, but instead I took almost two years doing it wrong, doing it slow, 
making mistakes, not learning as well either. Because here's the other thing a coach will do for you is when you make mistakes, they help you see the opportunities in them. Not that it's just they were mistakes. Because we tend to like, dude, I screwed up. We get down on ourselves. We end up in a corner with a blanket over us. Hiding. Yeah, hiding, right? Instead of somebody saying, hey, dude, what did you learn? Quit looking at this like a failure. Um, I mean, I think that's huge because I think there's a lot of probably people probably listening or watching to this right now. The aha for me, I've been doing this forever. Dude, right out of the gate, you got to get somebody in your corner to help you out. And I think a lot of people have this on their business plan for when I get to here. Mm -hmm. If I get to 10 million a year, I'll get a coach and that coach will help me get to 20. Yeah. Right? When? Right? Yeah, it's that's not easy. you're leaving yourself yeah, a way out. Yeah. It's like that's a victim mentality. I have some something to blame something on. Yeah. If if I get there, I didn't get there because I didn't do this. No one told me it's this person's yeah. fault. It's bull. You're a victor. You figure it out. But mm-hmm. have someone there to help you figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't blame your your problems. Yeah, I mean, back to what we talked about earlier. You have to be in the business and have a mentor. Whether it's mortgage business, real estate business, you've got to have somebody when you're new, if you're a rookie, to have any chance of success yeah. guide you. I Dude, mean, back you, in the day when we started, it was there's your desk, good luck, go for it. Told the story last I night, mean, the yellow notepad, yeah, I, phone book. I yeah. I literally would drive real estate office to real estate office with printed rate sheets. I'd wait for you to come out. I'd watch Mosley come out, and I'd go and steal your rate sheet and put mine in. That was, <laughs> How long did we do that, right? I mean, real. Then you realize it bore no fruit. Yeah, I mean, nothing. You dude, had I, to actually be in the office and find a way to sneak down the hall and get in front of somebody. I never did a uh, purchase transaction till like my fifth year into the industry. Wow. Yeah. So ninety nine to to say two thousand five. You know. So did you intentionally not want to do business with realtors, or were you just? It was a refi market, man. Yeah. Rates were at seventeen percent. They dropped down to nine. Don't say that. And to seven. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? You you call through the phone book. Hey. I remember. The, That's right. Yep. Hey Betty, uh, this is Anthony from Mortgage. Um, calling to see if you're interested in saving some money today. Oh, you don't have a job? That's okay. <laughs> still help hey yeah. anthony i don't know that you needed a coach for that you're upside down <laughs> hey, your value is upside down we go to 125 yeah yeah you're good no that was the boiler room days man that was that was uh and and i you know like i said i told that story and i remember the first purchase transaction no man i remember what it was this is i it was like we were scared of realtors back then. Like a lot of LOs are scared of realtors now. Today, man. yes, yeah, they're just they're humans, I man. Mean, let, Get let, to know them and learn what what they. Let's cut to the chase right now. Anytime I see somebody in a chat group, right, and they're talking about like trying to reinvent the wheel, trust me, trust all three of us. You need to be in business with realtors if you're going to be successful long term oh. in this business. And whether rates are four percent or fourteen percent, real estate agents always sell realtors. homes. And, yeah. and food, clothing, shelter. And um, I will tell you this: if you're a realtor, you know I had the pleasure. I've had the pleasure of becoming friends with Dave Jenks. Um, if you don't know who he is, you haven't read enough books in this industry yet. But I remember seeing him at one of our events, and one of the things he said, this is when the last shift happened. Was it two years ago? So, like, every two years we have a shift. 
He said, he wrote the book Shift. Everybody go read the yeah, book Shift. Yeah, read the book. Yeah. Shout out to Dave Jinks. And he said, if you're a realtor out there now, and we talked before he went up on stage. I was all giddy. He said, uh, you need to have a good lender. Correct. And he goes, and I'm not talking about the one that has the lowest fees and the lowest clause and tells you they can close on time. I'm talking about the one that's going to help you get out there and market and generate business. Mm-hmm. Not just getting money from them, but being that team. And I see it. My most, I just saw Justin Kelly down there. And my most successful LOs have great relationships with great realtors. And it brings success to both parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's a true partnership. Yeah. yeah. There's a system there. They know what the system is. And if you're not connected and have that, that fluid system, the consumer feels it. Mm-hmm. And if the consumer doesn't have a good time, guess what? They leave you. Or you never get a referral. Correct. Your database is the most important thing you have. For every 15 people in your database, you should get one transaction a year. And if they don't like you and they don't know you, man, we could go into a whole other topic that's, of database, man. <laughs> that's going to go 100 that's, days to greatness, Buffini. That's passion right there for me yeah. is database. It's a live organism, right? It it's it. Quit looking at realtors as a paycheck. Realtors quit looking at the LO as a paycheck. Like everybody look at it for what it is. We're servants. We're providers mm-hmm. of a service to people that need assistance. And when everybody starts figuring that out mm-hmm. and presenting that way, you take away the sale, which you're still selling, but the, yeah. the, the, the block that keep, no one wants to sell, no one wants to be pushy. You're taking all that away. And when everybody's just trying to help each other, just automatically, birds just start floating. Dolphins start chirping. Butterflies. It's, it's, it's great. Unicorns. 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 And so unicorns. I have an important question to ask you since we're talking about unicorns. Yeah. Where's the unicorn head? <laughs> couldn't fit it on my carry-on, man. <laughs> I couldn't fit it on my carry-on. She's chilling right now. She's uh, she's keeping she, – she keeps my uh, printer copier warm. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yep. Um, so, Anthony, I think one of the things in coaching, too, people are fearful of accountability. Definitely. What does that look like in coaching? Dude, there's some... I've, like, how do, you, how do you put that at ease, I guess? If you're afraid of accountability, then you don't really know what you want. Okay. That means you're not clear on yeah. what you want. Because if you really wanted something, you would do it. You would do it. Yep. And so when you're not accountable to that, you're probably not telling yourself the truth. You might be misleading yourself. And then that's when I would go back with somebody and say, All right, look, is is this really what you what you want it? Um, what needs to change? What is it gonna look like three months from now if you don't figure this out how is that going to affect you a year from now who are you affecting other than yourself who depends on you and through the you know the right questioning you can determine what someone's real truth is like i'm gonna be honest with you would i love to be a millionaire someday absolutely but i am not as driven by money as some others um and it it's had the perception sometimes for you know my clients that don't know me or people that haven't talked to me yet of Anthony's not driving a Lamborghini he must not be a good coach that's 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 BS because my want is different than what your want is mm-hmm. I am on my journey 
And with the help of Wayne, I think I'm probably in the best spot I've been in throughout my career. And it's not the most money I've ever made in my career. Yeah. Well, I, I think, you know, whenever we make money, the the goal or whatever of what we're trying to do, like at some point, enough is enough, right? And so I, I heard Gary Keller say one time that, I'm sorry, not Gary Keller, it was, it was actually John Maxwell who said that money does two things. It gives you options and it allows you to help other people, yep. right? So the options is, I'll just give you an example, like I can send my kids to public school or I can send them to private school, if that was important to my wife and I, right? Mm -hmm. And the help lets me help other people. You know, you were talking about the loan officer that's, that you coach, that one of their goals is to provide that children's center, mm -hmm. right? That's helping other people. So you look at those two analogies that it lets you have options, and it lets you help other people, none of those things anybody else in your life can measure for you. No. Right? And so, but the, the point I'm trying to make is if you focus on the, the activities, right, the finances take care of themselves. Do the goal happen. Correct. Yeah. Right? right? If, if you focus on the activities and the plan, right, with the clarity that you're talking to, just that you'll never worry about the finances again yeah and you'll win yeah and you'll feel fulfilled because you know on your week your day of reflection back on your week you're like oh did i get all my stuff look at all the check marks it's a bonus it's a bonus and you know that's why uh, another thing people should be starting their day with is and is you know what are the three things that you're the most grateful for what are the three things that you have to do Every, today, what are my three most important? Yeah. And then, what did I learn? And what did I learn was how did I mess up today, right? <laughs> what did I learn, <laughs> yeah. right? And then at night, what are you grateful for? And the perspective that you get is like you started with was give me some wins. Our call. I'm not gonna lie, y'all. Our call every Monday morning. <laughs> yep. And it's who's got some wins some, for he's me. Who's got some wins? And, and I'm not gonna lie to you. It happens on some of our coaching calls too, where everybody just sits there. Mm -hmm. And it's who's going first? Yeah. People are afraid to brag, and are, are you're right. This goes back to the pain thing, but allow yourself some grace, man. Run your own race, and and. Enjoy the good sh stuff around. I'm self-censoring. I mean, enjoy the good stuff around you, man. Yeah. Like it's, it's okay to have fun. It's okay to yeah. that that you you did well. It's okay that you got a loan closed on time, or that you did a loan no one else could do. It's okay that you sold this house that's been on the market. For, I mean, it's all okay. Yeah. Tell well, the story, right? Yeah, and I, I think you know, I, part of the reason I like to do that is, so. A lot of times there are wins that we have within our days and weeks that ultimately don't lead to the accomplishment of a goal, okay? So let's say the goal for the week was, hey, I needed to do 15 pre-approvals. If I do 15 pre-approvals a week consistently, I'll reach my goal of closing however many loans a week, right? But even if you only did 10, so you don't get to say, hey, my win for the week was I did my 15 pre-approvals, you only did 10. Chances are you had some wins in the week that are gonna help you get to the 15 down the road, right? They laid the groundwork for it, or maybe they, maybe you learned something from it, maybe it was you finally had a breakthrough, whatever it is, but like 
there's little things that happen underneath all of the, I just hit a goal. Mm. You know what I mean? I do. Um, And so like, you know, from our perspective, like um, we love to add value, value to people Right, and we uh, we think that that's that's really important, and we also feel like, hey, I'll just be real honest. We think we're the greatest, biggest, baddest mortgage company on the planet, and we want to tell that story to as many people as we can. But we don't do that every day or every week. But a lot of times, we do a lot of things that set that up, mm-hmm. and there's wins in that too. And I think that's where, like, from a salesperson's perspective, if they look at the end of the month, John and I, we were talking about this earlier. If we're only measuring our wins by at the end of the Amazing. month, right. we only measure that 12 times a year. If we're only uh, measuring them once a month, uh, uh, right? But if we're taking a stop and looking at it every week, we're measuring those wins 52 times a year. Or if you wanted to, you could say 365 days a year. So it's just about a shift in mindset. This mindset. But it's, it's about realizing or know, knowing what's around you too. And... You know, one thing that's fascinating, I was talking to someone about last week. She got totally beat up on this deal. It was horrible. She made a bad mistake. She did. We were talking. I was like, well, how many lives have you changed this year? Like, let's mm-hmm. see the scope of things, man. You're Come closing on. 10 loans a month. You have yep. one mistake on. every four months. Anthony's going to preach right here. <laughs> how many lives have you changed? I mean, just think about it. How many people did you put in a home? And majority of them deals are probably difficult, Right. That someone said no to at another bank, or that would, if if they're hit a roadblock, they say no. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing I love about our system and our ops here at Van Dyke is they will figure it out, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Now it might prolong it, it might cause yeah. some issues, it creates tension. Yep. But when you step back and look at it, you're like, dude, that was a rough one. Yeah. But that was a damn good story, and the ending was awesome. So from a coaching perspective, where Anthony brought that person was from focusing on a failure to focusing on the wins, right? And and that's where, like, again, we said earlier in the podcast, you can tell me five things that went wrong, but you can't tell me one good thing that happened this week. I promise you more good happened than the bad. Yeah. And and I think it's important that when when you have that moment like that where a deal goes sideways, and it's going to happen yeah. to, to everybody at every level. It's how quickly you get back on track and you have somebody redirect you and, mm-hmm. uh, and start doing the activities that are going to bring you back on track mm-hmm. instead of just sitting there in the corner, mm-hmm. curled up, you know, because you may have lost a referral partner. I mean, you've got to refocus. And one of the things, you know, when you talk about measuring every day, you've got to do your must do's. Mm-hmm. I mean, first thing, I mean, you've got to be generating leads. You can't, the first thing you do, you open your email, you start checking your loan files. You've got to get back on track. And what's going to make me money 60, 90 days down the road? Forget about this week, this month. That's done and gone. These are just, you know, I'm watching them close. I got to go out and get new business and hunt for more. Uh, We call it action and reaction activities. Yep. Right? So if you don't do those must-dos every day and, and, We've seen it. I, uh, there's there's a guy in the Hero Nation. His name's Ken. That dude is a widely successful realtor. And this is where I learned that you don't need to work 80 hours a week to be a success. And people need to understand that. It's, a, it's about design of your life and your schedule. That dude is on the lake fishing every day by noon. 
<laughs> and he catches these massive bass, and he is a great human being. Takes his granddaughter out with him. That's awesome. But he gets his business done. He knows when he's doing it, what he's doing it, up until this time, and then he's out. Yeah. Yep. Right? And we, everybody can do that if that's what you want to do. But you got to build that schedule, and then you have to remain accountable to it. Mm-hmm. And then you have to do it consistently until it becomes a habit. And then from there... It becomes fun. So you're jumping out of bed in the morning instead of yeah. going, damn, man, I got to make my yeah, calls. I mean, you know, because like, it is. Tough I can't for... wait to make those calls. I'm yeah. fishing by noon. I like that. Yeah, I, I like calls. it. Anthony, is there anything that we did not ask or did not cover you think would be important to this conversation? No, no. Right. Here, here's what I will say is that um, everybody fails. Everybody sucks at one point, mm-hmm. right? Things happen. I mean, we, we look at. It's the overcoming of it that and you've mentioned this a few times, but that's what makes us who we are. If you look at every, you know, uh, I'm a huge Cowboys fan. Sorry. I know, I know. Sorry, man. Sorry, but Dak Prescott breaks his leg. He could have gave up. He's going to come back this year and hopefully he writes the Cinderella story. Mm-hmm. I watched that documentary on Alex Smith. Wow, that's a great story. Dude, that Alex Smith won't make you want to cry. He almost yeah. died from a compound fracture in his yeah. leg. Came back and took team to this playoffs last playoffs, year, yeah. and and um, we look at Tom Brady. I mean, he deflated footballs, and when okay, they filled gonna, him back, we're going to have to edit this part out. <laughs> but the point is, is is it's going down the Brady road. The point is, it, it's 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 coming. It's the Getting mathematical back. equation that that I love that Wayne's giving me, and I share this with all my people, and I love it when they regurgitate it back to me. They're like, "I did this day, I did this." Hey, Anthony. The situation plus your reaction equals the outcome. I like it. And so every time you're in the future now and you're thinking, like, you're getting yelled at or screamed at or something, just remember, I control the outcome. Nice. And if you control that outcome, it's amazing what happens. Nice. And you feel like a freaking Jedi afterwards. Nice. Yes. Dude, nice work, bro. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. All right, so that's a wrap on another episode of the Context to Contracts podcast. On behalf of John Jones, Anthony Mosley, I'm Brian Lovell, and we want you to know if there's anything that you need, we're always here to serve.